Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to lead children through a study of the Bible and to grow in their understanding and love for God. We invite you to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. Hello and welcome to our opening Sabbath worship time. I'm Auntie Leah and it's so special that we are coming together from all around the world to celebrate the commencement of another Sabbath day. We have our team here to help out lead in our worship and we appreciate your contributions very much. And it's always a delight to have you here with us, Uncle Daniel. Hello, Auntie Leah. I love the Sabbath. You know, we would wear out if we didn't rest in Jesus each seventh day. Yes, we would. The Sabbath refreshes us physically and spiritually. Is there anyone that can share with us something that you did that was kind for someone else this week? I got mum's breakfast for her this morning. Oh, that's so lovely, Shemaya. Now, we're going to start our worship time with prayer. Who would like to do that? I would. Thanks, Jeremiah. Dear Lord, please come into our hearts. Help us hear your voice as we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Jeremiah. Auntie Leah, I've had a peep, and I know that you have something very interesting to share for us this week. Yes, I do. Have you ever heard the saying, seeing is believing? Well, that means if you see something, you know it's true. Well, let's open our jewel box and find out what our Bible gem says about this. Who would like to do that? I would. Okay, Shema. Wow, that's another lovely one. What does the Bible text say? Second Peter 1, 19-20. Jara, would you please read some parts of that verse? And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place, knowing this verse that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. The King James Version says that we have a more sure word of prophecy. The Apostle Peter, who wrote this, had seen Jesus in all his heavenly glory on the mount when he was with Moses and Elijah. That was a pretty convincing and spectacular sight. But Peter says that prophecy is even more reliable or more sure than even that. Why would he say something like that about prophecy? Shemaya, would you please retrieve the clue out of our jewel box? Beware, don't be deceived by false prophets or false teachers. In Matthew 24, 24, Jesus warned the disciples that false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders and deceive, if possible, even the elect, those who claim to follow Jesus. Let me show you how your eyes can trick you. Have a quick look at this picture and tell me how many columns you see. Three. 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 This is what they call an impossible picture. It is a trick or an illusion. It tries to make you believe something on the basis of what you see, but in reality, it's impossible. You could not build something like this. It is drawn to trick your eyes and your mind. Likewise, the signs and wonders Satan does are designed to trick people
people into believing him. Satan will impersonate Jesus. He will appear to miraculously heal sick people. When he tells people the Sabbath day has been changed to Sunday, we will know that it's a deception. So remember, prophecy is more reliable than even our eyesight. If we study our Bible and obey God's word through the power of the Holy Spirit, we need never be deceived. Thank you, Antelia. It's amazing how easily our eyes can deceive us. The only safe way is to trust God's word. Uncle Daniel, Braden's here. Yes, he is. Thank you, Braden, for joining us. Well, Uncle Daniel, it is good to be here. I hear that you're studying the book of Esther. Um, we've got a song here called Brave Esther, and I hope that you can sing it with me. Can we please sing the prophecy theme song? Oh yeah, we can. It's so exciting that you guys are learning about prophecy. It's just amazing stuff. Let's sing together. Please sing, This is the Day the Lord Has Made. We can, and since it's the Sabbath, that's, that's a good song to choose. learning new Sabbath songs. Now it's story time again with Dr John. 
Hello boys and girls, I'm Dr. John and I'm so glad to see you. And I'm so glad to see the boys and girls right around the world who are watching with us. I want to tell you the story of a very brave lady and her name was Rosa Parks. Does she look sweet and gentle? And she was. And she got arrested just because she was on a bus. You see, she lived in Montgomery, Alabama, and they had laws in those days. It wasn't that long ago that if you were a colored person, a black person, an African-American, and you were sitting on a bus and a white person got on, you had to give them your seat. And if there were no seats left, you had to stand. And if all the standing room was full, you had to get off. You know, she was just a young girl. And she got on a bus one day and the driver's name was James Blake. He said, you've got to get off this door and go back around the black people's door in the back. It was raining. She got out, she walked to the back of the bus and the driver shut the doors and drove off. She never forgot that. She wasn't angry, but she was determined. And a few years later, she got on a bus, and who do you think was the driver? It was James Blake. And she sat down. And after a while, a white person got on. He said, you, get up the back of the bus. This time, she was 10 years older. And she was a young lady, and she said, no, get up the back. No, I paid for this seat. Get up the back or I will call the police. Call the police. And he did. She was taken. She was arrested. Fingerprinted, handcuffed, put in jail. She wasn't in long, but all her friends, all the black people of Montgomery, they decided, they had a meeting. They said, we will go on strike and we will not get on any bus. We will walk. You know, some of them walked 50 kilometers to work rather than ride on the bus. How long do you think the strike lasted? A day? A week? 381 days and they had to sell the buses the bus company closed and finally they changed their mind and they said a black person if they have paid for their ticket can sit anywhere on the bus it was one of the most important law changes ever in america and you know she lived a long time until she was 92 and she became so respected. This little girl who hardly got through primary school, she got the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She got the Congressional Gold Medal. She was given a doctorate from 24 universities. I've only got a doctorate from one university. And the day that she died, the President of the United States said, I want every flag in the country on the day of her funeral to go to half-mast. That's a sign of mourning. And this little girl, 
who had the courage to say, I will not get off the bus, reminds me of somebody you will study about in your Bible study. One of my favorite people in all the Bible. There was a girl, she was young, she became a queen, and I'm wondering if somebody can tell me her name. Esther. It's so right. And you know, she said once when she had to go and risk her life, I will do this for my people and the famous words, if I perish, I perish. I will do it for my people. You know, when we get to the kingdom, I'm looking forward to meeting brave Rosa Parks. She was a wonderful person. God bless you. Thank you. Wasn't that a good story by Dr. John? Yes. Yes. And now it's time for our Bible study. So, Jai, could you please start us off with a prayer? Sure. Dear God, please be with us as we learn more about you. Please help us to understand what we read. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sai, do you remember what we learned about last week? King Cyrus freed the Jewish captives. Yes. And today we'll learn about God's wonderful deliverance when the Jewish people were in danger. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Esther, a couple of books before Psalms. Even though King Cyrus freed the Jewish people to return voluntarily to their homeland, the majority of them remained comfortably in the Medo-Persian kingdom. A number of kings followed Cyrus, including King Xerxes the Great, who is known in the Bible as King Ahasuerus. He lived in a fabulous palace in Shushan, the capital of the Persian Empire. One day, the king threw a lavish seven-day party for all the princes and nobles of his empire. Lots of wine was consumed. When drunk, he summoned his wife, Queen Vashti. He wanted to show off her beauty and her spectacular jeweled crown, but she refused to enter his drunken party. To disobey the king was unheard of. He was so angry, he banished her and looked for another, even more beautiful queen. The fairest young women in the land were selected for the king to choose from. Among them was Esther, a Jewish girl whose mother and father had died when she was little. She had been brought up by Mordecai, her older cousin. He was like a father to her. Bethany, could you please read Esther 2 verse 17 and tell us how the king felt when he saw Esther. The king loved Esther more than all the other women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins. So he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. The new queen Esther did not tell the king she was Jewish because Mordecai told her not to reveal that information. Mordecai spent a lot of time at the palace gates so he could find out how Esther was getting along. One day, he overheard two palace doorkeepers plotting to murder the king. Mordecai sent a message to Esther, who passed on Mordecai's warning to the king. The doorkeepers were hanged, and Mordecai's name was written in the king's record book, because he saved the king's life. Now, second in command to the king was a wealthy man called Haman. Everybody bowed when Haman passed by, except Mordecai, who worshipped only the true God. Haman hated Mordecai so much, he tricked the king into signing a law that on a certain day, every Jew in the kingdom, including Mordecai, would be killed. 
Mordecai informed Esther about the terrible law and told her to plead with the king on behalf of the people, the Jews. But it wasn't that simple. Caleb, could you please read Esther's reply in chapter 4, verse 11? All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law, put all to death except the one whom the king holds out the golden scepter, that he may live. So Esther could die if she went to the king without an invitation, even though he was her husband. Bryce, can you read Mordecai's fatherly but very direct reply in verses 13 and 14? Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Mordecai taught Esther as a child to trust God and call upon him for help in time of need. In Esther 4 verse 16, we learn she did just that. Jara, would you please read Esther's message to Mordecai? Go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will feed fast likewise, and so I will go to the king, which is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. That kind of courage only comes from God. Mordecai did as Esther asked. After three days of prayer and fasting, Queen Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace, where he could see her, and see her he did. Jeremiah, Please read chapter 5, verse 2. So it was, when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, that she found favor in his sight, and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. Phew! What a miracle! In fact, the king was in an amazingly good mood that day. Sai, could you please read Esther 5, verse 3? And the king said to her, What do you wish, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given to you up to half the kingdom. Now, a super generous offer like that might have seemed like the perfect opportunity to plead for her life and the life of her people. But no, God had put a plan in her mind. Antilia, could you please read verse 4? So Esther answered, If it pleases the king, let the king and Haman come today to the banquet that I have prepared for him. So the king and Haman had a delightful time with Esther at the banquet and she invited them back the following day. Haman went home bragging about how privileged and important he was to be the only guest with the king and queen. But his hatred of Mordecai overshadowed everything. Haman's wife and friends suggested he build gallows to hang Mordecai on, which he quickly erected. As for the king, he couldn't sleep that night, so he commanded that the book of records be read to him. The king learnt that nothing had been done to honour Mordecai for saving his life. Bethany, could you please read verse 6 of chapter 6 and we will read to verse 10. So Haman came in and the king asked him, 
What shall be done for the man whom the king delights to honour? Now Haman thought in his heart, Whom would the king delight to honour more than me? Mm. And Caleb, can you please read verses 7 to 8? And Haman answered the king, For the man whom the king delights to honour, let a royal robe be brought which the king has worn, and a horse on which the king has ridden, which has a royal crest placed on his head. Mm. And Bryce, could you read verse 9? Then let this robe and, the, and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes, that he may array the man whom the king delights to honour. Then parade him on horseback through the, cit the city square and proclaim before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honour. And Jaira verse 10. Then the king said to Haman, Hurry, take the robe and the horse as you have suggested, and do so for Mordecai, the Jew who sits within the king's gate. Leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken. How do you think Haman felt as he led Mordecai in honour around the city? His hatred for Mordecai was greater than ever. Later that day, Haman and the king attended Queen Esther's banquet again. The king asked Esther her petition. Pointing to Haman, Queen Esther told the king all about Haman's wicked plot to destroy her people. The king ordered Haman to be hanged on the gallows he built for Mordecai. Because the king's law could not be revoked, he approved another law which allowed the Jews to defend themselves. So the Jews were saved. In fact, many people became Jews because they were afraid of the Jews taking vengeance on their enemies. Mordecai became second in command to the king and all the Jews rejoiced. How is the story relevant for us today? Well, let's have a look at our torchlight, Mrs. White's writings in Prophets and Kings, page 605. She shines more important light on a similar decree that will be made at the end of time possibly in our lifetime. Jeremiah, could you read that for us, please? The decree that will finally go forth against the remnant people of God will be very similar to that, day, to that issued by Ahasuerus against the Jews. Today, the enemies of the, of the true church see in the little company keeping the Sabbath commandment at, at Mordecai at the gate. Legislators will yield to the demand for Sunday laws. Our memory verse promises God will protect us, even when laws are passed forcing us, under threat of punishment or even death, to worship on Sunday instead of the seventh-day Sabbath of the fourth commandment. Let's read 2 Kings 17.39 together. Are we ready? But the Lord your God you shall fear, and He will deliver you from the hand of all your enemies. Amen. To fear God is to show respect and reverence and to obey Him. Memorize this wonderful promise and you need never feel afraid. Keep watching to find out how to obtain the daily devotional related to our Bible study. <sighs> <coughs> what do you want? You bored? Yes. Look what I got. Whoa! Look at that! Every day of the week. Where'd you get this? A day of the king .com. Thank you, Matthew and Kaylee. Uncle Daniel, 
What are we going to learn about next week? You know, God has His faithful men and women, boys and girls in every age. We're going to learn about some ordinary people, just like you and me, who did some extraordinary things for the Lord. And we will find out how God mightily blessed their work. It's a story that energizes me and gives me great hope. We all need stories like that. Well, I'm sure next week's story will encourage you to keep going, even when things get tough. Let's say our memory verse again so we can learn it. You can say it with us. But the Lord your God you shall fear, and He will deliver you from the hand of all your enemies. 2 Kings 17.39 We should fear God, that is, we should love, respect and reverence Him and hate evil just as He does. Jaira, what did you learn about the King today? That God will deliver me out of trouble if I call on Him with all my heart. Yes, He loves it when we ask Him for help and He loves to help us too. We're going to sing our blessing song. Join us if you want to. Ready everyone? May God bless you and keep you and fill your heart with love. May God guide and protect you and watch you from above. As Sabbath after Sabbath, we Jesus loves me because He first loved me. I know Jesus loves me because He's coming to take me home with Him. I know Jesus loves me because He died for me. listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television. God bless you kids and remember to join us next week.